We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include fantasy violence, including the use of firearms, mature themes, slightly more gore than normal, and body horror, including experimenting on dead bodies. Imagine a world on the frontier, where towns spring up and disappear as fast as natural resources are found and depleted. Where magic and technological advances are happening at such a rate, society can't keep up, allowing evil or misguided people to create abominations in nature. Imagine a world where bounty hunters with badges break the law to keep the peace trying to protect those who live far outside the capital city. Now imagine amidst all this chaos, a door is opened, and into this world steps a being, the likes of which no one has seen for over a thousand years. Welcome to the Feywild West. Let's be legendary. The Beanstalk? The Beanstalk. Pretty close. Okay, let's book it there. And as we're going, I'm... Okay. I'm reloading. reloading. Okay. Oh, I'm going to burn the corpses. Right now? Yeah. So that they that's, don't... That's going to take a while, though. Is it? Yeah. Well, what if they come back? Well, they were mechanical. That would need, that would mean they'd need to replace all the mechanical shit. I know. I'm it. just thinking about Raven's little bugs that could repair themselves. That's true. You could try. You want to see really quick. I took two greater healing potions, by the way. Okay. Do you want to see really quick... If you can, if it'll catch fire, because it looks like a lot of goops on that. You know what we should look for? Uh-huh. Next time we're in, in a town. An incinerator? No. It gets that attached to the house? A crematorium. Yeah. Next time we're in town, remind me to get some accelerant. Oh, so right. you can just. I'm pretty off. sure that whatever their blood is, is an accelerant of its own. All right. You can try. I'm going to drag one of these zombie bodies uh-huh. to somewhere where it is well out of the way and someplace where there is n- nothing around. Okay. So middle of the street? Yes. Yeah. And I'm going to... Uh... You have a tinderbox. Yes, but I don't want to light it right on him right next to it. I am going to take a good few steps back. Uh-huh. Actually. Oh, okay. I know what I'm going to do. Give me that empty uh, potion bottle. There you go. All right. Here's what I do. I take a scrap of my linen, dip it in the vial of bloody oils that I that I have, stick it in the potion bottle, light it with a tinder box, and throw it at the zombie. Okay. I just made a Molotov cocktail. My aim is very good, and I definitely hit it. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> I had the fo- I had I had the softball follow through. It's dead on the ground. I'm not even going to make you roll for it. (laughs) Okay. It catches and goes up. Like a lot? Yeah. Whatever their blood is, it's flammable. Um, maybe not do that. 
These are. Give me the other potion bottle. These are still people, Selene. Yes, but. They maybe would want to bury their dead? That is true. However, if these things come back in the night. Roll intelligence checks for me, really quick. Alright. You're like the one thing I'm bad 13 at. 13 intelligence. 13. No? You're like picking your nose. Yeah, just like. <laughs> wow. Uh, like Selene, what, what ain't that at all. Uh, 14. 14. Here was not 15. You have a, don't you have a plus two to intelligence? I have a plus one. Oh. Hey, okay. I mean, yes, I do. <laughs> no, 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 Okay. No, you're all right. <laughs> That's still enough. The difference, you're just thinking, like, between Raven's little mechanical beasties and these. Uh-huh. Raven's little things were 100% mechanical. These are both mechanical and organic, and you're laying pretty good waste to the organic bits. Okay. So... And she's not an actual necromancer. She's a... How do you know? Well, can you detect magic? No. Can you? Not yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> to answer that question, I cannot. Well, um, what good are the eyes of us? True. Well, I don't... You know what? That's not really something I really want to worry about. How about this? If we if we go to the beanstalk and we come back and they're not there anymore, then we'll know to burn on. Okay, but I still want the empty, empty potion bottle. All right, here you go. And I fill it up with zombie bloil. 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 Okay, good. Like, right. Okay, can you write that down? Yeah. Because <laughs> I might not mean to make a Molotov cocktail here, but it does not mean that I will not want to make it somewhere else. So we head over to the... To the beanstalk. To the beanstalk. Okay. Just from the outside, you can see that all the windows and doors have been boarded shut. But I assume you go up and knock on the door. mm -hmm. I pound on the door. Anybody alive in there? You hear a couple of squeals from inside, but there's a large, deep voice that comes out. Who are you? DMP. BDMP. You better tell dead man's voice. (laughs) And you hear a single and sound of like wood groaning, and then something sharply being pulled away. And the door opens, and you're met with torso, head up above the door. Ah, uh, all right then. <laughs> Bonsoir. Do I recognize anybody? Yeah. You actually probably have never been to the uh, to the beanstalk. Probably not. Um, though you've heard that the guy here was tall. <laughs> Nobody yeah. seemed to deem fit to mention that he was a Goliath. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. Now there's someone I've never seen before. Yeah. Huh. I bet he has big feet. I bet he doesn't. I bet he does have big feet. <laughs> I say in night speak. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, get in quick. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, huh, like a turkey in the lane. I grab her. Come yeah. on. <laughs> All right, uh, shut it, shut uh, it, shut uh, it. Yeah, he bonsoir. he shuts it and just takes one of the tables nearby and just shoves it up against the door. <clears throat> Who are you? The Reaper and the Wanderer in white. Looks down between you. And you you see this seven and a half foot tall individual. Kind of like this light gray skin, completely hairless, just no facial hair or, and just completely bald, and just looks down 
at the two of you. Uh, what is your name? Gordon. Hello, Gordon. Um. <clears throat> anyway, we are uh, we are here to help. Any of your people in here need any medical attention? He looks around and nods, and uh, seeing people in here, there's actually more than a, a dozen. Oh, the, probably close to twenty people. And they need to get they need to get to the other place. It's more fortified. It's more fortified. Gotcha. So they're trying to trying to get there. Originally, they, he had said that maybe it's better because they're off on the other side of town, but they're not as fortified as we as the middle bit is. Okay. And they also need supplies. So okay. the middle bit needs supplies. What was, the other, what was the other place called? I was calling it the middle cluster because it was like three buildings oh, okay. that were together. Yeah. The middle cluster is in need of supplies. And it's <sighs> way better fortified. He looks around. Uh, they probably are. But, and he motions around. And you see a lot of women and kids. Like there's maybe out of the almost two dozen people here. There's maybe like three other men. Oh, right. There's there's a couple of teens, but there's like a lot of under ten year olds and their mothers. Uh, you recognize the three girls from Jasmine Field. Oh, okay, cool. Hey, did you stop? Come on, I am trying to bring some levity to a situation. <laughs> And it, it is the, if it is at your expense, then it is the least you can do. You also notice, though, that, like, three girls and three guys, I think I said. Yep, uh, yeah. three, two of the three girls are holding rifles. All three of the guys are holding either rifles or pistols. And you see the Goliath has kind of, like, slung over his back this huge but ancient... It almost looks like a cannon that has... Just a wooden stock kind of, like, slung to it, almost. (laughs) He just nods around and says, I haven't wanted to try moving. We have a way, we have a way that is, um, guaranteed to be safe. Yeah, that's, don't worry about moving them, we'll we'll handle that. Who needs healing? He nods over. There's a little girl that has some bloody bandages wrapped around her side and her eyes are closed. There's two other people that look ambulatory, but are pretty badly scraped up. Okay. Honey, you want to take care of that? Yes, I go over to the little girl. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone watching over her? Uh, yes, uh, her mother. What happened? One of the, um, the, the... Creatures? The, yeah, the, the more savage ones. Just caught her. She, we were all, we were all running here, but she fell behind. And the, the rush of everybody pulled her away from my hand. Do not worry. While she's doing that, I I speak to Gordon. Any and all supplies that everyone can gather up, bring them out here. And I mean anything you can think of. Just bring it. All right. I keep the place pretty well stocked, so... uh, All right. uh, I'll I'll help. So anybody that is not getting healing, grab supplies. Yep. And they do. Gordon takes you down into the cellar, which he has to pretty much, he, he's like hunching over, like bending over halfway to right. get stuff out. But you bring up like several sacks of grain, a couple of slabs of dried pork, you know, a good bit of supplies. He's, they had been talking about running out of supplies. I was trying to figure out some way to maybe hitch up a cart and run it over there myself, but... No, we've got a much easier way to do it. Oh, should we go get the horses? 
They're out of town. Will they be all right? They should be all right. <laughs> Cortez is with them. Yes. And he knows to keep them out of the way. Yes. They're smart. They know what to do. And you already told them. You told them in. You, you I told spoke them, to them. I told them to stay put, but I did not tell them we would not be back, though. Oh, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. I mean, we're going to have to spend we, the night. We probably, we probably didn't tie them up or anything. We just told them to stay here. Uh-huh. And so they can graze and stuff if they need to. Yeah. They're... they're... And Cortez knows how to find food. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They'll be fine. Okay. I'm going to cast Kill Wounds. Uh-huh. Um, should I cast it as anything higher than... It's a kid. It's a kid. Okay. I'm going to cast Kill Wounds on the kid. It's fast level. Yeah. I'm not even going to make you roll for it because... Okay. Uh, a, well, a commoner kid, they have less than ten hit points. So okay, and um, we're gonna we're gonna take a long rest. We're gonna have to. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I should have towned the undead. Damn it! Next time, sorry. Okay. Like you're you're running out of too many spells. We can't keep. Yeah, we, we can't no, go agree. after the big bad at, at this rate. So okay. And who knows how much attention we're gonna cause going back? So yes. All right. What about the other people that um? One of them seems to have, like, a broken arm. The other is hobbling on crutches, but he's like, I just twisted my ankle bad. I'll be fine in a couple days. Well, you can be fine right now. Uh, I I saw what you did for the little girl. Uh, don't waste something like that on me. It is not wasting it. It is using it. I cast kill wounds on both of them. All right. So what is the point of being a kneeler if you cannot heal? He thanks you and puts aside his crutches. <laughs> Besides... Even though we are here to, to stop the creatures, um, it is best that everyone is as mobile as they can be. Besides, we're going to need you to carry things. Yes. You too, kid. Get up. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, I'm kind of worried about the kid because I know that healing like helps, but it doesn't necessarily. It's like the wound is totally gone. Uh, well, she'll need to rest, but she mm-hmm. should. I yeah. Mean... She she lost some blood, but she'll she'll recover. Okay. Yeah. She'll be fine. I just want to, like, make sure that the bandages aren't going to be infecting anything. Uh, you, you can change out the bandages. I'll do that. Yeah. Do I, should I make a medicine check? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. 19. Yeah. Nice. Right. I was going to tell you, you you could take five on it, but you don't need to. No. Uh, <laughs> let's see if I took fives, then it would be 1930. <laughs> there you go. You gave her a lollipop. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I gave her a full physical. <laughs> Like a full, like full checkup, like um, you got a cavity. Uh, oh yes, and did and gave her a teeth cleaning and uh, updated her shots and uh, and what else? Oh, and I gave her a chiropractic adjustment and um, <laughs> and uh, uh, just just this kid is like tip top shape. Yeah, this kid is like ready for battle now. <laughs> All right, as. As she's finishing up healing and everything like that, and most of the supplies, or if not all of the supplies, have been carried up by able body individuals, um, I stick the door knob into a wall mm-hmm. and oh, oh, double, right, double open it up, just get more people in. There's, there's like everybody just like gasps, and a couple people like back away. All right, there is a kitchen and bathrooms inside the house. But load as much as you can just in this front area. And I point to the mother with the kid. Upstairs, the bigger bedroom, there's a bed if you want to take her in there. Please do. She needs to rest. Yeah. So just haul ass. Today, people! (laughs) (laughs) It's just, at first they're all kind of like staring at you. But then you like snap them out of it. And they all start like hauling stuff in. Just kind of like (laughs) looking around. There's also water in the well if anyone needs it. 
Gordon comes up to you and is just like, the fuck is this? It is magic. It's, I don't need to explain it. It's our house, so if everyone cannot ruin it, please. It is consecrated God as the Undertaker. Yeah, it's it's magic. But the point is, I can once everyone's in and all the supplies are in, I can actually close it and take the doorknob off. Everyone will be safe, and we'll just take you back. So we can haul everyone over there one trip. If you want to watch, I'll keep the doorknob out. No, I was like, I'm going to stay out and help you get back to the other side. It is, it is it's really not needed. He just kind of looks down at the two of you. You were over three blocks away when you ran into that cluster. We heard it all the way down here. And? Help would be appreciated. Honey? I don't like zombies. I don't like, no, do not like zombies either. Oh. If you are going to take a, a short burst and I can turn them if we run into any. This is true, but let, just on the in case, he might actually get tummy trouble being in the astral plane. Really? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just coming up with really? I don't know. If you want to stay on the deception. I said I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> he, he's, he's standing. He's standing outside the door with his arms crossed, and he nods at some of the people in there, and he's like, You'll be safe. Just hold Just tight. Watch out for astral whales. There's no astral whales yet. Just stay safe, and don't block the toilet. Thanks. There is a plunger in the, in the closet if you do. <laughs> Close the doors, and then take it off. Just, like, runs his hand over the wall. They're all in there. He points at the doorknob. Mm -hmm. He puts the doorknob back. Open up one door. Just looks in. Huh. <laughs> all right. For real this time. <laughs> Close. Yeah. Take it off the doorknob and put the doorknob. And it's going to get dark. I apologize. Oh, right. Oh, right. No, I sh maybe I should leave it out. Oh, did you did you cast light on something? Yes, I totally cast light on some torches in okay. there. The lantern's in there too. Okay, yeah. So yeah, and I just there's a lantern in there and some whatever. Yeah, put that in there. Yeah. So bag of holding. All right, let's do this. Thumbs up. Let's do this. And we head back to the cluster. Okay. Looking for affordable games and gaming accessories made in Wisconsin? Check out our friends at geekfoundry.net and their line of unique gaming products. With items ranging from handmade gaming accessories to one-of-a-kind props, Geek Foundry sources as much of their material locally as possible and puts a focus on quality over quantity. Geek Foundry is a local minority-owned LGBTQ friendly online store. Visit them today at geekfoundry.net. Thanks for the support. Try doing it silently again with a seven and a half foot Goliath. Try, we can try. Oh, that's much better than last time. <gasps> What'd you get? I'm going to use a luck point. That's better. That's better. <laughs> 13. 13? Uh, 
17 plus 4. So, 21. 21, nice. He got uh, 16. Oh, so. cool. Just picking you up and just... <laughs> no, I, well, you guys are being very sneaky. I am I in the, in the backyard with a bag of Cheetos, just... <laughs> nom, 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 nom. No, no, you're probably tripped or something. Uh, what do you get? Uh, 13. 13? That's not horrible. As you guys make your way back down the streets as you come, looking ahead in the dark streets, you're able to see things moving down the way you had come. Do you want to fight through or do you want to go around? What do you think? How many do we say? A perception check to get a count. <sighs> What is that? 18, um, 25. 17. 17. Okay, yeah. Oh, no, 20, why do I think I have a 6 to perception? 21. 21. So, looking both, you see at least 6 shapes crawling along the buildings. You see 2 different source of sparks. Oh, man. And couple other things moving in the street. We should try to go around. Let's try going around first. Okay. So, you guys start to make... Gordon leads you down a, a couple of blocks and t- starts taking you down. But as you guys make your way down uh, one of the side streets you hear a noise from behind you and you turn around and see not and not the same number but it looks like a a chunk of that cluster seemed to wander in your direction and one shock trooper spots you and points you out and sends the others running towards you i need you to roll initiative <laughs> You see four growlers, two shotgunners, and one shocker. Alright then. Gordon is up first. Oh, good. Hey, you got a mini. Yeah. But yeah. He pulls down the cannon from off his back and brings it down to his to his hip. Uh good. And he has to, like, brace it up against his thigh, mm-hmm. and has to, like, strike the top to light the fuse. And there's just a half-second delay before it roars out a blast. <laughs> yeah. This cannonball rockets down and takes just this giant chunk out of the shock trooper's side. And it's just like the weird reddish brown iker just like plops out and it lets out a wild scream and like electric charge just kind of likes to start zapping off from it. As he takes a couple steps back and it's like, Sing takes a second to reload. 
We got you. And it is now Celine, your turn. I'm going to move up as fast as I can, but and I'm going to town or destroy undead. You automatically destroy undead. Oh, okay. If they reach a certain destroy undead. Yeah. So. Um, is that? Do they have to make a save still? Um, okay. Starting at fifth level, when an undead fails its saving throw against your turn undead feature, the creature is instantly destroyed if its challenge rating is at or below a certain threshold. Okay. What's the threshold at? One half. Um, as an action, you present your holy symbol and speak a prayer, since censuring the undead. Each undead that can see or hear you within 30 feet, you must make a wisdom saving throw. If the creature fails at saving throw, it's turned for one minute or until it takes any damage. Is it, wait, a wisdom saving throw? Yes. Hey. That's be 14. That's a fail. Beautiful upon upon the graves, the starlight and the moonbeams lie. With such watch watchers over our sleep, why should we ever fail to die? Nice. Nice. So unfortunately, it doesn't destroy any of them because they're all above challenge rating one half. But it turns all but one of them. So they have to spend their turn running away from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long does that last again? One minute. One. Yeah. These. Things just climb up the side of the wall. Talia, you technically actually should have gone before oh, the growlers sheesh. left. But if you shoot any of them, like they, anyone that you shoot or that takes damage would not turn. Okay. So would you wait or would you let them run? I would let them run. Okay. Because I know what she's doing. Okay. You could hold. Uh, you could hold your action. Just I hold to action to see which one doesn't run. Okay. Cool. So that will just allow you to get two attacks off. No aiming. That's fine. Okay. Cool. So, yeah. They all run, except for that one. And you can go ahead and get your attacks off on that one. Cool. Okay, Death Whisper uh-huh. and Punishment. Okay. So, Death Whisper first. 17. And that'll hit. Okay. And 18. That hits. Cool. Death Whisper on one is... 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Okay, nice. And with, er, uh, punishment is 5, 10. 10, nice. So, 9, 10, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. Yep. Together. 25 all together, nice. Almost kills it outright. Damn it! Five more points. <sighs> it is going to come up to right in front of Celine. And I need both of you to make deck saves. Both of us? Yeah. Oh, yeah, shotgun. Shotgun. Uh, <laughs> you both save. 15. Yeah. Yeah. You I have advantage. Yeah, you I have just advantage. wanted to roll yeah. <laughs> twice just yeah. to see if I yeah. extra did it. It lets out a shotgun blast, but Celine, you managed to just sidestep the barrel. And Talia, you see it coming and manage to duck down underneath the shot. And it is 
now Gordon's turn. He spends his turn reloading the gun, which looks like, like, look, like just watching him do it, it's a uh, longer, it, it, it's a definitely more step process, but his hands are just like really swift and deft at these motions, and he gets it done in one turn. Nice. So, yeah. And Selena, it is your turn. Okay. It's been hit, so you can kill it. I'm going to do Tilsa Dead. That's a fail. Cool. Uh, 16. Yeah, overkill. That is dead. That is mush. And then the rest just spend their turn running away. Alright. Book it. Are they yep. are they gone like running away away? Bravely yeah. ran away away. Yeah, okay. they're, they're like running away away. Okay. So yeah, book it. Yep. Wait, before we do, can I use Eyes of the Grave to see if there are any more undead in front of us or between us and the building? How far does it reach? Good question. It says to look at the book. Eyes of the Grave, first level, you have the ability to occasionally sense the presence of undead whose existence is an insult to the net. As an action, you can open your eyes with it until the end of your turn. Uh, you know the location of any undead 60 feet of you that isn't behind total cover and that isn't protected by divine magic. Okay, so 60 feet around you. Uh, how many times per day can she uh, do that? I can do that three you... times per long rest. Yes. Cool. Uh, Future number of times equal to your wisdom modifier. You regain this expended at each long rest. Right. Nothing within 60 feet of you. Okay. Okay, book it. Go. Right. Go. So, I need you to make dexterity checks. 14. Um, 19. 19. Cool. So, you will start just huffing it and running. As you get, like, three blocks past where you had been, you hear growling engines behind you approaching. You... Stop, turn, and fight, or do you keep hoofing it? What's this guy doing? He's, like, out ahead of you, actually. Oh, okay. I, yeah, we're going. Okay, cool. Go ahead and give me one more acrobatics or athletics check. Your choice. Fifteen. Nine. Okay. They sound like they're getting closer. Do you turn, fight, or continue booking? Keep going. Book it. Okay, give me one last final one. 16, 19, plus 7. That last sprint, you manage to outpace them. And pretty much, like, body slam up against the gate and (laughs) start just slamming on the gate door. I turn and, and like, point my guns at whatever's coming at us just to give us a... Yeah. Some cover. You see five growlers, like, crab-walking over things just yes. coming towards can I, you. Can I cast something? Sure. Because I'm going to get everything back, right? If you well, guys take a long We're rest. taking a yeah. long rest. I'm going to cast Spirit Guardians. Ooh, okay. What is What does that do? And I have a holy symbol. It called forth spirits to protect you. They flit around you to a distance of 15 feet the further duration. When you cast the spell, you can designate any number of creatures you see to be unaffected by it. An affected creature's speed is halved in the area, and when the creature enters the area for the first time on a turn or stats, starts its turn there, it must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes 3d8 radiant damage if you are good or neutral. Yeah, but if you're evil, okay. On a successful save, the creature takes half as much damage. Wisdom saves... Dang, okay. So what do you make it appear as? 
ghosts. Like, ethereal, like, sheet ghosts, sort of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just go ahead and roll me 3d8 really quick. 3d8? Huh. Nine. Nine. So as you stand there waiting for the gate to be open, these things, like, come up close and enter the... Reminds me of um, the... Spirits that were released from the whole, uh, from the the ark. Yeah, yeah. the ark of the covenant. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah those yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Um, Indiana Jones, bitches. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they get hit by these spirit entities that you have summoned up around you, and they turn away and circle the outside of this field of holy energy. But the gate opens up behind you, and you guys are able to step back through. And the gate's shut fast behind you. You hear the growlers, like, pounding on it for a little while, like, climbing up the side, but it's been all closed off, so they can't get in. And right. So it's... How long does that last? Ten minutes. Oh, cool. As long as they maintain concentration. It, yeah, but it is around you, so you probably drop it. Probably. Or... When we get in, yeah. Yeah, when you get in. I was yeah. mostly was like, what can I use to block them from getting to us? And yeah. That's what I got. Yeah, that was a good call. Nice. Uh, I look at uh, Gordon. You all right? He nods, uh, huffing a bit. <clears throat> You've got a very big gun. <laughs> he hauls it back down from off his shoulder. It's been sitting up there for decoration in, 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 in my bar. It's bigger than me. <laughs> well, glad I'm like some... measuring myself. Like glad I could put to some use. Pretty sure it is bigger than I am. All right. Uh, we got Albus and Jacob were the ones that we met here. Mm-hmm. And Jacob has been waiting at the gate for you. He was the one who let you in. Yeah. Oh. You made it back. Uh, where's... Okay, so we should let them out. Where's everybody else? Oh, right. Hang exactly on. in the bag of holding. Hang on. Yeah, put everybody in the bag of holding. Where is a place that... Is the, you got uh, a space that where you keep in supplies? Oh, no. Um, Yes, uh, uh, follow me. And he leads you into the hotel, past the kitchen. And in here you see that there are quite a few people. Men, women, children. There's all sorts. Some are upstairs in the room. Some are just down here in the tavern area. And there's like bedrolls out everywhere and stuff. So All right. The, he, he leads you back into the kitchen and the pantry. It's like, um... So, I'm sorry, where's everyone? Uh, oh, well, hang on. Uh, so, I, I go back out to the front, where uh-huh. other people are, uh-huh. and I'm, like, looking around wall, wall, that's not covered in things, this one. And I, like, pick a wall, uh-huh. and then take the doorknob out, and, you know, oh, do the, you know, and then open up two doors, and just open it up. Everybody Okay. <laughs> There's, like, gasps and screams from behind you, because... To a couple of people, it looks like you just opened a hole in the wall, and a couple of them are worried about things getting in. Right, right. Um, but you you look in, and like, yeah, yeah, you actually don't see anybody out in the entrance area. Okay. All right, hang on. So I go into the house. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. all right? Oh, and like they see you, and like, oh, thank God. Um. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> it's like, and they all thank you and like 
quickly haul stuff out and people like I dragoon some of the people that are over here. It's like, hey, come in, help. Yeah. And there's like cries of recognition and joy and uh some like some people are obviously reunited with friends and family and one of the uh one of the three men come up to you and say, um, that's a weird house you have there. Yeah, it's home. It's nice. After you close the door for a second time, um, the front wall went kind of weird. Did it just go completely black? There were stars. Oh. Did you see anything else? No. It was weird, though. Huh. That's why everybody went inside. They were just kind of weirded out. Good to know. Well, glad everybody got out okay. So, I'm not telling Celine that. Um. <laughs> About the star whales? They just saw, so they saw stars. Well, I did put a thing that exists in the astral plane inside a bag of holding that also exists in the astral plane. So, that might have been the reason. I mean, you're lucky your DM is nice and didn't have that to, like tear a hole through space time. You said I could put it in no, there. No, I know, I know. Oh, I know. okay. <laughs> I just know that some other DMs that I know of that would like have this be the same effect as putting a portable hole inside a bag of holding. <laughs> oh, okay. I, yeah, because I asked. I'm like, no, can yeah. I? Do, otherwise, I'll I'll keep it out. No, yeah, yeah no, no, I'd I, ask. Yeah, no, I'm I'm allowing it because I think it's cool and funny. Putting a portable house in a bag of holding. It's funny. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Well, once everybody gets out and supplies get out, I, I shut the thing. And okay. Close it. And put yeah. it back in the bag of holding. <laughs> Some people go up and just like touch the wall where you had the door. It's like, what the fuck. Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> Jacob is just kind of like... Join the DMP! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, wait. Advertising. Ernest's ever-present estate. 10,000 gold each. Look him up in uh, Air Pike. I don't know if he'd appreciate me doing that, but whatever. Who knows? Who's got 10,000 they want to drop on a fucking house? Yeah. Alright. My hit points are down, so I'm a little bit like... Well, this was fun. I look at Celine. It took three days for us to get here. That bird is probably going to take two and a half if we're lucky. Mm -hmm. That means they're going to have to ride out here in yes. three days. So five, six a week almost. We're not going to get any help or any sort of reinforcements for another week. Well... A very wise crab once said, if you want something done, you got to do it yourself. That's what I was thinking. All right. So, uh, are Jacob and Gordon kind of in the same spot? Yeah. Okay. So I'll go up to them. We're going to need to rest here for tonight. My companion needs to gather her energy back and I, um, I kind of like lift open my coat and there's some blood and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I need to... Uh, I'm sore. So, first light, we're going to head back to the house and take care of this problem. 
Reinforcements might not be here for another week. They look at each other. It's like, well, with the supplies we were able to bring over, we could hold out that long. All right. You will not have to. Hopefully we can take care of this before they get here. Alone? No, we are not alone. We have each other. What is it? What was your name? Jacob? Uh, uh, Jacob Talon. Have you ever seen a vampire? No. We killed one. Alone. And our army of undead. Army. Do I have to make a deception check for stretching the truth? Mm. I mean, she technically was a vampire. Yeah, she technically was. Yeah, and army is a subjective town. Hey, what was What's-His-Face's gang? The Red Tree Gang? The Red Tree Gang. We took care of them. Oh. Alone. Impressive. I'm sure a vampire was diff- quite difficult. Mm. Um, Not really. <laughs> Behind her, I'm like making faces. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> really, I'm like, eh. Not really. And I'm just thinking back, like, yeah. yeah, that was hard. Like, I'm making like weird yeah. faces in my, yeah. like, totally ruining her. Her, like, you know, oh, nonchalant. Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, we oh, totally yeah, did. That definitely happened. But, oh, you know, yeah, we it... totally did it. And, like, I'm sitting there going, mm. well, um, we'll offer any assistance we can. Um, and, Gordon, I want to keep uh, as many people here as I can to help secure the building. But there's at least three good gun hands here that would be happy to go out with you. I do not want to put any more, any, any more people in danger. I don't know if we can do this by ourselves, though. If you've got people that can handle themselves, you're welcome to come. But this is not going to be easy, and it's going to be extremely dangerous. They're aware. And I will do what I can, but I cannot guarantee anything, really. Even the reach of the Undertaker is limited. He nods, but... I've, I've seen him take out a couple of bandits... I know one of them has been on the road for a while handling himself, so... Alright. They'll, they'll be good help. I'm gonna stay here and make sure everyone here stays safe. Good. Alright. That is, that is the number one priority. Okay. Uh, can we meet the individuals that would volunteer? They're currently resting, uh, but they'll meet you in the morning. Alright, we should rest. Yes, please. Can we rest in our house? Yes. We're resting in our house. How are the children? Are you asking the DM or Gordon? Gordon. Gordon and Jacob making sure they are okay. Okay. They're better now that they have better food supplies. They were pretty much running really low. Like, it, it was down to, like, stale bread and cabbage, pretty much. Well, um, we have we gave all the rations, so they should be. Yeah, and then also everything that came from the beanstalk is uh, is really helping. Perhaps we should give them access to the well. You do not like that. Uh, that's it's oh, all that, it's our stuff. It, we they can't open it. That yeah, that's if you invite them all in. That's six dozen people that can open your door. I don't want. I didn't like. I don't like having that many people. At we can't game. revoke. We cannot revoke. Um, you don't know. I'm going to text down this and find out. 
We're That's gonna... what I want. I want an iPhone. <laughs> Connect. Ernest, that is the next thing I want is an iPhone. The next time we're, we are able to, we'll send a letter and ask. But for now, I don't want to give that. They've got enough food and they're running low on water. But if we clear this, then we can get, they'll be able to come out and they'll have access to water. Yes. Celine just looks pained. I know. Best we can do right now is get some rest so we can take care of this. I feel like this is... No, it's... And she's looking like she wants to say something but doesn't quite know. Go on, honey. What are you thinking? Are uh, people still here? Have they gone off and done other things? They're off doing other things right now. It was my suggestion to go to Blue Peak before coming here. Oh, Celine, no. Don't, don't do it. Don't think that. It... She's already, she's already covering her face. No, come here. And I take her, I like pull her into my arms and I'm like, you want a mass murder on Blue Peak or do you want a mass murder here? The only reason the siblings stopped is because we were there. That was it. They weren't even going to have extra security. There would have been no defense in Blue Peak. They would have just kept going. Who knows what more destruction they would have wrought. We just got to contain to the cathedral. <sighs> this is not your fault. We can't be everywhere at once, honey. We're going to fix this. We're going to take care of it. But we can't be everywhere. Not even with these fucking badges can we be everywhere. Maybe if we hadn't been so... Maybe if we hadn't had such hubris to try and beat the DMP to everything, that maybe they wouldn't have such problems with... Such problems with what? Members? They were having trouble before we ever came on the scene. Celine, this is not your fault. This isn't our fault. You put blame on the people that need to be blamed. And you are not one of them. You understand me? I am trying to, but... There is no but. We did not raise the undead. We did not open fire on a lot of innocent people. I just feel so powerless, Talia. I know. But all we can do is try and do something. I feel like I can do nothing, that I must stand by and do nothing. That is all I can do. Honey, we got 20 people. And it is not enough. Not yet. Come on, we need to get some rest. Okay. We're gonna set out first, first light. They're like a broom closet or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't. Uh, I kind of like motion to one of the the Gordon or Jacob, and I'm just like we're going to rest and 
I take it to a broom closet. So I pull up my couch. I'm holding on to the Bible with my husband. I haven't been able to do that. The panic has stopped my ritual <laughs> of communing. It's like exercise, and if you don't do it for a little while, it starts taking its effect. Mm -hmm. I feel like crap. Actually, I try to do that while while she's doing her cards. I I shift. Okay. And just oh, I know there's buildings all the way around me, but I think about the stars. I just open sky. As you sit there and just like think about it, your ear will find a bit of peace. The the shift doesn't last horribly long, five minutes or so, but, but it's, you're still able to feel a little bit. Okay. That's enough. Oh. Yeah. Wands. All wands. Mm-hmm. All upright. Mm-hmm. Wands is about communication. I look at my cows. I see seven of wands means one person taking on too much. The Four of Wands usually means harmony or celebration, but it can also mean encouragement when things seem too daunting. And the Ten of Wands, which means a burden or responsibility, but it can also mean achievement. Well, someone thinks you can do it. I was hoping they would tell me it was my fault. <laughs> Why would it be your fault? I don't know. But I feel like it is. Are you saying that because you actually believe it? Or is that just an easy scapegoat? I'm not sure. Both, I think. Promise you, honey, it's not your fault. No matter what, there are bad people out there that do some horrible, horrible shit. And we cannot stop every single one of them. We can. But we can try to stop the ones that we are able to. We're here now. We do our best. It's all we can do. I'm just so angry. I am angry at Victoria Gresham. If she is really the one that is responsible for all this. And I have no reason to believe on the otherwise. There's no evidence that it's anybody else besides her. But again, we're going to have to go, you know, ass deep into all this first. How can someone think that they have the authority, that they have the right to just murder, destroy innocent people? I don't know. Anyway. We will find Victoria Crush and we will bring her to justice. Yep. And that is all we can do. I've got the manacles. So I will have some choice words for her. 
We'll see what tomorrow brings. We will. We go to bed. Mm. And that's where we will end tonight's adventure. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for, for listening to Let's Be Legendary Wild West Edition. Bang, bang. Yeah, hi. <laughs> having a bread check. Bread check. Join us next time as we continue the liberation of Yaldan. Oh, at least people were alive. I was afraid everything was dead. But now we got a zombie situation going. It's great. Awesome. Alright. Bye, kids. Bye. Stay legendary. Thank you so much for listening to Let's Be Legendary. If you enjoyed our story, please rate and review on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps our numbers and allows others to find us. For news and extra content, visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com or follow us on Facebook at Let's Be Legendary and Twitter at Let's Be Legend Pod. More social media links are available on our website, including our Discord server. Please be sure to say hello. We love meeting everyone. To get early access to episodes, art, and exclusive content, consider becoming a patron on Patreon. Bonus episodes, exclusive art, Q&As with the characters, AMAs with the players, and behind-the-scenes material are just some of the things that you'll get as a patron. Find us at patreon.com slash podcast. Your support keeps this podcast running. Talia Gray is played by Chris Sass Council, Celine Argent is played by Megzi Sass Council, and our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and lead editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Producer, director, and editor is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Producer and art director is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. For music and sound effects, please visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com for a full list of credits. Celine's tarot deck is The Shades of Magic by Jess Gore, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.